Look at the people you give money to because it's your money. You willingly give it away, save for like taxes and shit. Who are you giving money to? Are they providing you with something that you want, like, or need? And are they doing it in a way that benefits you? Because they will tell you, if you're giving them money, they will tell you that they are providing you with something you like, want, or need. Because that's their job, because they want you to keep giving them money. See if they're doing that, and see if they're doing that to your expectations. If they're not, you have two options. Cut it out, or tell them what you expect. And this is a hard conversation to have, because sometimes you give money to friends. Tell them what you expect. And if they still can't live up to it and provide it, then you got to cut them out again. All right, welcome back. My name is Dr. James Taylor, and this is another episode of Fueled by Spite. Uh, I'll tell you right now, um, I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about it. So by that line alone, you should know the date of this recording. Well, maybe not should, but might. You might know the date of this recording. Uh, that is how the airing of grievances starts during the celebration of Festivus. Now, we are doing it. A little out of order because it's bright and early in the morning. Uh, hell, it's dark and early in the morning. So I haven't had the traditional Festivus meal. But on today's date, December 23rd. Man, for those of you watching on YouTube, there's all kinds of stuff happening with my face here. <laughs> today's date, December 23rd. Uh, the celebration of Festivus. So, once again, I've got a lot of problems with you people. And now you're going to hear about it. What is Festivus? Um, George Costanza's dad, it's a, it's a made-up holiday, but in all reality, probably has some bit of a cult following now. Uh, George Costanza is a character from Seinfeld. Seinfeld is a show that was on in the 90s, uh, the end. So, what are these problems? This, uh, the impetus for this episode started from, well, shit, like everything else uh, on this podcast, it's a thought flash, T-H-O-T. And... There used to be a section of my Facebook profile way back in the day, back when you found me on Facebook as Sir James Taylor Esquire. Um, there was a section in the About Me that was most talked about that I had compiled. It was just a, a list of dislikes. And literally the only thing I remember that was on the list, like people would comment back when you had a Miracle Bras or Wonder Bras. Why do you just like Wonder Bras? Because uh, they're misleading. Fair. Okay. All right. Anyway, so what is uh, a list of dislikes, if nothing more than the airing of grievances? So I'm taking this as an opportunity to look back on the previous 365 days, uh, 360 some odd days, again, December 23rd. So what did I allow you people to do to wrong me? That's a good way to start. Um, somebody else asked the other day, um, man, was, oh, I think I posted a screenshot. I was watching, uh, um, Dave Meltzer, uh, watching one of his, uh, office hours, uh, weekly training kind of things. Fun fact. What did I say? Is, oh shit. Yesterday's Friday. Uh, I get, he hasn't missed a Friday training, like an online training in years. Every single Friday, 52 Fridays a year, he pops on Facebook and gives a training. Um, commendable. So I would post. I was watching the training. I would posted a screenshot of it. Hey, little, whatever you say on Facebook with caption, 
bettering myself. How did I? Um, and so I was like, how many coaches do you have? I have whittled down the list of coaches that I have. I have had many coaches. I have followed even more, um, especially this year. And I'm, what I'm going to do for the purpose of this episode, too, is I'm going to lump, if you will, coaches in with basically other vendors. Because I'm, mean, what are, what, what's a vendor? A vendor is somebody who supplies you with something, right? Well, what does a coach do? They supply you with something, they supply you with guidance, they supply you with, um inspiration it it's it's there another it's a vendor right it's it's a it's an expense it's money that you exchange for services cool okay so a coach is a vendor um in the we are 362 days removed from my neighbor next door bursting a pipe and flooding the whole office so i have encountered a lot of vendors and looking back the, i mean one of the things i've been doing for a long time and the list is growing, but it's growing ever so slowly. It's trying to figure out ways that I have benefited from being this close to having my livelihood ripped away from me. It put me in contact with a lot of vendors. All of a sudden I had contractors and subcontractors. I had tile guys and carpet guys and drywall guys, uh, granite guys, ceiling guys. I air ac guys window guys i had guys um one chick throughout the whole thing she was on the demo crew i don't think there's another another woman that helped rebuild this place so kudos to that woman but i had a lot of vendors right i had things that need to be done and i had also uh, availed myself to different ways of doing business so there's i've been a chiropractor for a decade and I've been focusing within the four walls for nine of those 10 years. Uh, and I want to expand. So I availed myself to other coaches. Um, and that in and of itself comes, comes with different uh, hurdles. I want my office to run better. Like even though we rebuilt it, I, want, I wanted the rebuild. I wanted to build back better, like Sleepy Joe says. And so, okay, well, I'm going to seek out you know, vendors that can help me do that. So, so many, how many coaches do you have? At the, at the time they asked this question, the, the office was already rebuilt and everything like that. But, um, man, I have a couple of business coaches. Um, I've had th three other business coaches this year who uh, I have no longer. Um, I have a spirituality coach. Uh, I've got, shoot, I've got, uh, I'll, I'll consider Meltzer a vendor. I've got an associate. So I had coaches for him. There was a lot of advice coming at me from a lot of different angles. And hell, I mean, there, there's coaches that I follow that they're not necessarily coaches of mine, but a good coach will give out free advice and I will gladly take free advice. Um, I follow some just so I can laugh at them. <laughs> there's, there's some bad coaches out there. Like I was, at one point, I was probably spending between eight and ten thousand dollars on coaching. Eight and ten thousand dollars per month on coaching, and it's a it's 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 a blessing and a curse. One, uh, I have a business that generates an income sufficient for me to meet all my obligations 
and take on more obligations, i.e. eight to $10,000 a month in coaching fees. But at the same time, uh, you know, th this allowed me so many different cooks in my kitchen. And then that's when things get muddy. That's when things uh, get confusing. That's when things get contradictory. And then again, on top of all that, then I'm, you know, I'm on the outside looking in with other things. I've always, I've, I'm going to watch this guy, see what he does. Like I, his, his sponsored Instagram posts intrigued me, uh, clever marketing or something like that. So the input going in was excessive and noisy. Ooh, that's, that's what it was. I mean, it was noisy. And in, in doing all this, like, man, there was some really good advice that I received. And there was some really good advice that I missed because I was also giving airtime to, giving bandwidth to bad advice. And in the grand scheme of things, what, what this whole, I, I brought this on myself. Like I said, my problems with you people, knife hand, my problems with you people were brought on by me because I had the luxury of income. I had the luxury of the ability to pay for these services. And the thing was, I took them at face value, whether it be the coaching services, um, whether it be services for the office here, whether it be services to rebuild the office. I mean, for all intents and purposes, they're all pretty girls with a smile. And I fell hook, line, and sinker for a good chunk of them because I didn't vet them. They gave me their spiel. I liked what I heard. I asked no further questions. And then I got into it, and it was like, fuck, this is becoming a waste of time, a waste of money, or a waste of both. So, I mean, there's all kinds of um, Instagram posts written in beautiful, flowy, girly calligraphy um, saying something to the effect of, you know, oh, it's, it's like a, a good man will never make you cry or something, something like that. Um, to be there to wipe away your tears, not cause them. Now, I haven't necessarily cried over some of these coaches, but man, I got angry and I, and not to be coaches again, I'm, I'm not trying to just, just talk about the coaches, the coaches, the vendors, uh, the, the sub vendors, like, and it was all, I, I will give them this. They were all doing their best. And they were taking charge. And that's the issue is that they were taking charge. I didn't vet them well enough. I didn't ask questions well enough. I didn't lay the groundwork well enough to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. I'm the one writing the fucking checks. So let's do what I want to do, not what you want to do or what you think we need to do or take the path that you want to take. I'm paying you to do a job. You should do that job. But I should communicate to you what that job is, what it entails, and what I want the finished product to look like. And if I don't do that, that's on me. So again, I spent a lot of money and a lot of time with a lot of different vendors this year and I got little from it, except for uh, a decreased bank account uh, and increased anxiety. 
And a lot of it was because I didn't take charge. I didn't vet them. I didn't tell them what it is that I wanted the finished product to look like. They told me what they're capable of. I said, cool, let's do that. And then I turned away. So the end of the year, one of the, the practices that um, one of my current coaches, who will remain a current coach, uh, Sean Dill recommends, and that's shit, I love this. Um, he goes, get rid of the bottom 10%. Bottom 10% of what? The bottom 10% of everything. If it doesn't increase your income, increase your available time, decrease your stress, it's the bottom 10%. Get rid of it. Now, that doesn't mean it's the bad thing if it's at the bottom, but it's not something that's providing you. It's not something that's giving to you more than it's taking from you. Something's taking from you more than you are receiving, especially if you're fucking paying for it. Get rid of it. These were the gym memberships that you don't use, if you will. What did it come down to? It's, it was a pretty girl with a smile. Somebody who had a solution. Somebody who said they had a solution to a problem that I said I had. And I was like Jojo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet. The pet in this situation was money. I had money to spend. Now, these people didn't come. These weren't predatory. I asked a question. They provided a solution. I didn't direct their solution, but I paid for it. So, in the interest of Festivus, I've got a lot of problems with you people. Knife hand. And you're going to hear about it. But the problems you have, the problems I have, the problems you gave me, I allowed you to give me because I didn't direct you well enough. I didn't coach you well enough to allow you to give me what I needed, what I wanted, what I thought I was getting. In the interest of Festivus, I've got a lot of problems with you people. And this thing is turned from a camera into a mirror. This was a wonderful year. And it gave me ample opportunities of self-reflection, of self-guidance. And you know what they say about lessons? The good ones are learned the hard way. And apparently, they're even better if they're learned the hard and expensive way. This is a good episode again. Happy Festivus, everybody. And two days from now, Merry Christmas. And to all, a good night. As always, like, share, follow. If you're going to take anything away from this, look at everything you spend money on. Look now, better. Look at the people you give money to because it's your money. You willingly give it away. Save for like taxes and shit. Who are you giving money to? Are they providing you with something that you want, like, or need? And are they doing it in a way that benefits you because they will tell you if you're giving them money, they will tell you that they are providing you with something you like, want, or need because that's their job because they want you to keep giving them money. See if they're doing that and see if they're doing that to your expectations. If they're not, you have two options. Cut it out or tell them what you expect. And this is a hard conversation to have because sometimes you give money to friends. Tell them what you expect. And if they still can't live up to it and provide it, then you got to cut them out again. 
Where's your money going? Is it going to a place that you dictate how the outcome looks? You don't need to start cutting corners. You don't need to sell yourself short. It's your money. It's your money. Use it when you need it. Well, J.G. Wentworth, 877-CASH now. Man, that thing was a banger. All right. This was going off the rails. Kind of brought it back. I think it's going off again. Again, like, share, follow. You will get two things out of this. Or you walk into this in two separate ways. Either A, you're an idiot. Or B, you're uninformed. After all of this rambling, nonsensical, but very good influential talk, you can at least say now that you are no longer uninformed because you will learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design right here on Fueled by Spite. Thanks, everybody. This was awesome. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, happy Christmas, Hanukkah. And uh, now it's off to take part in the feats of strength. <laughs>